The reproduction of this content is not allowed without the express written consent of EBH Fitness LLC. Saturday, what we expected to happen happened. What we didn't expect to happen, showing up did happen. Yeah. Uh, As they say, that's why you play the games. That's why they play the game. All yeah. right, let's kick it off. So let's start with the Thursday night game. Uh, we had number six East Lake going against Montwood, and Montwood just laid the hammer, man. Yeah, no, they they beat them. Uh, they 21? beat them for sure. Twenty one. I mean, yeah, Montwood is for real, y'all. Yeah, I mean, it comes down to the Battle of the Woods next week. So yes, that's going to be the one. So they were definitely for real. Um, now, next game, we kick off. Let's go with number seven, Pebble Hills versus Socorro. Pebble Hills, who were they? They were who we thought, we thought they, they were. were. I mean, they yeah. dominated the game. They got up real quick, 44 to nothing, and could have scored 100. So, I mean, hats off to Coach Torres for, you know, taking it easy on his old offensive coordinator. Definitely. Then we have. Eastwood versus Americas. Uh, let's do that one last. I want to talk about <laughs> that one last. So Del Valle, Parkland, um, Del Valle were who we thought they were. They were. I mean, absolutely destroyed Parkland. And you knew Parkland was down. You just didn't know how much. And this was kind of the measuring game to see how much they were down. And uh, it's different. It's going to be different over there. It is definitely going to be different. Yeah, Del Valle is definitely ready. Yeah, they 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 were uh, they were wrecking things. I mean, they were absolutely showing they were the dominant team in one five A tonight uh, or last night. And so, uh, hats off to the Conquistadors for all they did. And um, now one five A hits the break. Yep, they do. Then we got Canyon Teal versus Burgess, twenty eight zero Canyon Teal. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, uh, again, kind of. Took it easy on them. Could have scored a lot more. And so uh, just made it through the game. Did what they need to do. Got the dub. Well, I'm going to tell you who didn't take it easy on them. Riverside versus Irving. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, y'all, we knew that was going to happen. I mean. <laughs> they locked the gates, y'all. Yeah, they locked the gates. And we said that. Okay, yeah. we said that on Wednesday. They were coming off that Bushland loss. And so you knew they were going to be ready to uh, bring it. And they showed them. 59-7. to then we got your game, yes. your favorite game, Bel Air versus Isleta. And folks, let me let me. We both picked Bel Air. We did. And Isleta pulled off the upset, wait, twenty-one wait. to fourteen. Yeah, let me let me let me take my hat off and hats off to um, the Isleta Indians, the reservation. Uh, Coach Martinez had a great game plan, um, and uh, unfortunately. 
you can't win games with mistakes after mistake after mistake. And in the ball game, uh, they did what teams do, um, that they held the ball. Uh, if I remember right, Bellar only had the ball three times in the whole first half. And um, what was a little different, uh, uh, Belair did not come out letting it loose. I mean, just, you know, running the ball into the yeah. line. And, um, and granted, I know you want to establish a run and stuff like that, but uh, at some point you got to learn, dude, you got to get your horses running early and then you can work on some other stuff. But uh, get those folks out of the box, make them widen out and, and have to get out there and cover folks. And then, uh, you know, soften up that box, you run through it. There's two ways to do it. I mean, you run hard and open it up for the outside, you know, passing, or you can open up passing, you know, get them out of the box, opens up the run. But uh, either way, um, Coach Martinez over the Sledic called an outstanding game. Got to give him and his staff credit for that. Uh, for all the people online, y'all know how I am. Um, I, uh, we earned that L. Uh, Bella earned that L. Uh, people say, what do you mean? Well, we fumbled the ball on the three-yard line uh, going in. Um, then we also uh, threw one interception. Uh, we had a couple snaps over the quarterback's head, and we had uh, four legitimate balls. The receiver just wide open running down the field and dropping the ball outright. And so um, uh, uh, the stars of the game, uh, by the way, Martinez did not play. So Belair, or excuse me, Isleta played that game with their backup quarterback, and he did what you would ask to do to don't mess it up for us, just hand the ball off. If we need to throw, safe throws on the edge. Um, one of his, uh, he had one touchdown when he threw a jailbreak screen to DeAndre. DeAndre, um, because they were stacking the box, stopping the run, uh, it opened up the jailbreak screen, and uh, he got that one done. He got a little jet sweep done. Uh, he also had an interception. Um, uh, had an interception. Um, going in again, Belair was going in. They're going through an interception. So uh, I got to give them credit for those things uh, for sure. Um, but um, Belair did not uh, really start getting it going until midway through the third quarter where you had Oscar Martinez when uh, uh, Isleta went up 21 to nothing. They kicked off. Martinez caught the ball, and uh, Oscar Martinez caught a short kickoff, you know, a little pooch kick up in the air, mm -hmm. caught it, had some room, got down the sideline, and took it back for a touchdown, making it 21 to 7. And then, you know, still it's, you know, like, eh, you know. Well, then it was fourth quarter, and then uh, – Bel Air again gets a big play by Martinez, catches the ball deep, gets down to about the uh, five or six yard line, couple run plays, and then in the, in the end zone to make it 20, 21 to 14. Uh, they stop and sled again, get the ball back again, drive the ball, turn it over. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, turn it over on downs, uh, and then stop them again, get the ball back with about a minute and 30 to go on their own 18 yard line drove the ball down to its letters 40, um, get a penalty, make it first and 15, uh, ultimately closing that down to a fourth and five. And uh, the center snaps the ball, quarterback wasn't ready. You know how you do it. They're looking the other way and the ball gets snapped. And they're like, oh my God. And then throwing his hands up and uh, and then, uh, you know, ball goes off his hands, fumbled again, and it's let it gets the ball. And that's the ball game. And so, um, as far as the schedule stuff, 
Uh, having a harder schedule was not going to fix that. I no. think you probably agree with that. Yeah. Uh, I know all of our wonderful people online out there, but I'll say this all day long. Having a hard schedule does nothing to make uh, to fix things like that. Um, um, you know, I heard somebody say, watch this. Well, you know, if they had played tougher teams, they would have called better plays. And No, teams don't work that way. Teams have a scheme, they practice, they come up with a game plan, and they run that game plan. Uh, they don't, uh, oh, I got to play, you know, they, no, they don't do that. They have a game plan, and they run through their game plan. Uh, at some point, you're supposed to make adjustments, uh, and in Bel Air's case, he really didn't start opening up and chucking the ball for real until midway through the third uh, quarter and started throwing mm -hmm. it, and so... Uh, I suspect after the stats come up, Noah Moreno will be the all-time uh, leading passer in Bel Air history. Uh, on the other side of that one, what we were talking about, uh, Chris Davis uh, had the ball thrown to him four times in the game. Um, I think the longest one. They never really uh, – they tried to go down to him field with him once, and it was a pass interference. Two dudes just, like, jumped on him, <laughs> I mean, 20, 30 yards down the field. But um, – they just uh, didn't throw the ball down the field till late. And yeah. so uh, so Chris Davis, one of the other stars in the game, he really, uh, if he had a couple of negative plays, so if he had six yards receiving, I'd be shocked. Uh, that's how tough that was. And so uh, on the Asleta side, again, I already told you about DeAndre. He had a, yeah, he had a solid game. Um, not a fast kid, big kid, big, big kid. Looks more like a tight end than a – than a wide receiver, um, and so uh, it'd be nice to see that guy play that position, see what that looks like. But, um, but yeah, uh, again, I'm gonna say this again: hats off to Asleta for uh, for having a great game plan, coach. Uh, you ran a great game plan. You did a great job. Your staff did a great job. Uh, on the underside, the ledger. Um, when you have challenges like that, boy, this next two weeks down at uh, Bel Air in the Highlands. It's going to be tough. I mean, uh, there's a lot of things to fix down there, and there's a lot of looking in the mirror, soul-searching from the staff to the kids, just all the way around. And so, uh, and they got Parkland. Yeah, and so, I mean, I'm sitting here, and I'm, I'm hearing you, and it's like, it almost sounds like they were feeling themselves. That 6-0 and record, maybe they kind of played into that a little bit. Um, yeah, you saw that. I saw plenty of comments about that online. Uh, they don't play hard enough schedule. They're overconfident, overrated, yeah. you know, all the normal stuff you hear. Um, well, they lost a football game. And, yeah. it, I mean, at the end of the day, as we all know, it's one loss. And <laughs> so uh, it's no and loss is bigger than any other loss at this point. And that created a log jam. It's like a four or five way tie at one and one in the uh, district. So. Yeah, and Isleta kind of has a little leg up, but now they got the uh, the tougher part of their schedule. They've still got uh, Del Valle Hanks to, to deal with, yep. and uh, Bel Air's got the tough part with, um, of course, uh, again, they got Parkland, and let's look at that one. Uh, you got to go one and oh. So you got Parkland at Parkland. Um, but, you know, I, I expect Coach Scoggins will get those guys right. And yeah, he's the ship for, yeah he's sure. he's definitely gonna have to write the ship. He's gonna have to take some uh, some looks in the mirror and um, and do some assessment for sure. Uh, there were some other things in the game that a lot of people know about uh, that's got to get fixed and uh, that kind of stuff is um, 
is not what football is all about. And so we got a lot of stuff like that that's got to get fixed. Yeah. And so. jersey on and so here's my bonus pick of the week and that is the Dallas Cowboys are going to go handle the 49ers on uh, Sunday night football and so uh, I just think uh, Purdy the pumpkin it is turned midnight and you finna see a real defense that's coming after you <laughs> we, we, we. I gotta be nice today because <laughs> I can't say what I really want to say, but you're crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you're, that. I know y'all got a great defense, but so does Dallas got a great dominant defense. But here's the difference, right? Yeah. yeah. That can't win in no big, game, no big games, bro. We always hear it, y'all. That can't win no big game. Can't win the big game. It can't. Uh, Even when they went 13-3. and three. <laughs> it was Zeke that carried them that uh, far. Okay, so <laughs> yes, and and he has had his challenges with the with the upper level games, but he's he's in a different place now. And I, if I got to put the quarterback comparison, the game manager Purdy from the guy that's gonna make it happen. Game and, manager? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Purdy's a game manager. Come on, y'all, y'all know that, right? Y'all know that. <laughs> But, I mean, Christian McCaffrey, I mean, he's probably the better running back of the running backs on there. And y'all got some decent receivers out there. I mean. Do we haven't even set Debo loose yet? Uh, right. Debo right, hadn't uh, even been turned right, loose yet. Right. And, uh, you but, know, I'm, I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm going to let you delusional. Wait, wait, call your number. Dallas call your Cowboys number. What's the score? The final score, Dallas Cowboys 30, the San Francisco 49ers 14. It's going to be 28 to 14 the other way. <laughs> Y'all heard that, right? It's going to be 28 we, to 14 the other way. When we come back on Wednesday, I'm going to have this Dallas Cowboy Cup. All right? And you're going to have to hold it up and smile. You know what? Let's make, this, let's make this even better. Yeah. The loser has to wear the other team's jersey on Wednesday. Oh, man. The jersey? The jersey. The jersey. Come on, Cowboy fans. Y'all don't let me down, man. I ain't putting on no 49ers jersey. All right? That's, that's cool. That's cool. All right? Y'all heard it here. <laughs> I got this crab tree just waiting for Ooh. you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, last game of the night was uh, Eastwood versus Americas. Eastwood pulls off the 26-21 to 21 victory over Americas. Barn burnover game, man, and we said it. It was going to be like that, and it was going to come down to it, and uh, it was going to be a tough ball game. And at the end of the day, it was Troop that came out yeah. and got that dub. I yeah. mean, um, and for Americas, that's a tough loss. It I mean, is. it really is because who they've lost to is going to impact. They've lost to 
what? Um, Montwood and uh, Pebble Hills. And Pebble. Uh, no, 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 not Pebble Hills. They beat Pebble Hills. Yeah, Montwood and Eastwood. Eastwood and so yeah. those are going to be some tough, tough uh, losses when they start dividing out who's won and who's beat who and who's lost to who. And so. But, but um, here's the thing, though. Everybody's lost to Montwood and Pebble in uh, Eastwood. Currently, yeah, yeah, currently. And so it's the head-to-head -head, uh, already. And so whoever wins the Wood game next week, um, then that team drops to one loss. And uh, and I think whoever wins that game, they can kind of – they got a good, yeah. you know um, – Yeah, they do. You know, um, whoever – sorry, whoever wins that game, they got a good – they on a good traveling plan to win that district. I mean, this I, is probably for the title. I want to say – that Montwood has probably played, they played Pebble Hills. Yep. They played Americas. Yep. They've played Eastlake. Right. And so. If they win on. Yeah, that's what I was saying. If they, they, if they win on, on Friday or next week, it, I think they just put yeah, themselves in the driver's seat. To yeah, they, they're one. in the driver's seat. And, um, and Eastwood, they've already played. Pebble Hills, they've already played Americas, um, you know, so they've got the, not, you know, they've got the Socorros of the world coming up. And Does Montwood play Franklin? Well, remember Franklin, so, I mean, right now, that's the problem. Montwood yeah. beat Franklin already. Yeah, so, so, I mean, yeah, this is their last, this yeah, is their last tough test. game, really. This is for the title, so, uh, and even when you look at uh, Eastwood's schedule, I mean, this is the title game, man. This is really going to be the title match. So, but and that's no lock, knock against El Dorado or Socorro. Right, and injuries can happen, but I mean, uh, they the winner of this game puts themselves solely in the driver's seat. in the driver's seat for the title, and that yeah. that's probably going to be what you know everybody's going to be pitching at. This is really probably for the title, and, and, and I don't think and strange things happen like we saw this week, right? But <laughs> I highly, I I I mean, I, it shocked the world if. Either one of those two teams lost after winning that big game all the way out. Their, their schedules are somewhat favorable. But the dog fight for three and four in that district oh is going to be, woof. I mean, it's it's old school Michael Fick dog fight. Okay, I shouldn't have said that. That was out of bounds. That's a flag. I said Michael Fick dog. It's old school dog Michael fight. Michael alone. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. old school dog fight. It's definitely, and, and you know, I, I sit here and no one, I don't care who out there, no one. Saw Montwood been in this position. I don't care what they say. No, probably not. <coughs> now, I know um, they had some wins last year that they let get away. So, if you ask Famaligi, he's probably just going, that's my team. You know, that's, I knew, you know, it was going to be solid. And uh, But Ron Hale uh, took over the reins. And, um, and y'all see the green back there. So, they took over the reins. Sometimes, you know, it just takes a, a different voice, man. Yeah, and it you got really some does. programs out there that probably at the end of the season, like every year, there's going to be uh, three or four changes out there. Uh, and this year is going to be no different. There's going to be one surprise out there. Uh, there's going to be somebody that, you know, calls it quits. There's going to be somebody who, well, we're going to move in another direction, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so – um, at the end of the day, um, you know, it, it's going to be, it's going to be what you do these last four weeks really is going to determine whether people get to keep their yeah. jobs or whatever. And then we'll put out a new, well, actually, well, I think next week, maybe we can get, 
put out a top ten for the player of the year. Yeah, yeah, that'd probably be a good time for that one. Yeah. Uh, Blanco had another big game or a decent game this week. Um, so receiving-wise, he is really starting to pull away from separation. Yeah, separation. I mean, on the field uh, and off. Yeah, no, he's he's pulling away from that and. This is why when you play those games early on, yeah. you have to play your guys. Because at the end of the year, here's where the only thing a kid really can get, you know, sure, they get the district title, gold balls, those are more for the coaches. And, but at the end of the day, what does a kid get? Yeah. T-shirt? You know, nah, I mean, um, sure, they get bragging rights. You know, yeah, team, team, yeah, great, great. But there is a place in the game for individual awards or else we would not have them. Definitely. Uh, so, um, but it's, it's going to be a dogfight all the way to the end. Hey, the selection for the All-Star game is going to be big this year. So, uh, you gotta, uh, you're going to have a lot of people to choose from. A lot of, uh, it's going to be a lot of some tough, some tough decisions at some positions. Man, that quarterback position is loaded right now. And who gets to be the four quarterbacks on there is something else. I mean. Yeah. It is it, uh, somebody may have to play out of position, even though they're a quarterback, and and they say, hey, we got to at least get him on the team. Uh, well, I mean, they may have to play some receivers, some DB, something, but uh, it's going to be a dogfight trying to do those selections in some positions. Quarterback is one that comes to mind yeah. for sure. Uh, I, I think, yeah, I, I won't disagree. But, hey, mark your calendars, December the 7th, will be the BSR postseason banquet for football and volleyball. December the 7th, 7 o'clock, information start coming out. We're going to present all the awards during that time. So uh, mark your calendars. It's during the weekday, so I, I, I want to say that it might be a Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday. I can't remember off the top of my head, but mark your calendars. Get your tickets. Yeah, get your tickets um, uh, for the kids who are going to be um – nominees and awardees come out and support the kids uh i think at that point the awardees obviously will we'll know after the balloting and all of that but um but for sure uh you know the top three and you know certain positions will be asked to come to the banquet and uh and we'll reveal who the person is at the banquet yeah. so all the nominees there's no cost for them to attend so right Right. Keep that in mind. Keep that, yep. Nominees, no cost. So um, it'll be a good time. It'll be a lot of fun. And so, um, you know, we're going to have a great speaker. And uh, we'll probably have some highlights to put up there of the winners or something like that, maybe. Yeah. The, what's yeah. The, the, the guest speaker? Um, Working on that right now. Well, we got a couple of in the, in the mix. Um, definitely, will, definitely will not be a waste of time to come for this guest speaker. Um, yeah. We're looking at a either a former NFL player or a current college coach. Right. So, so yeah. All right. But hey, that's the week seven wrap up. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll catch you guys on Wednesday for week eight. The walkthrough. Hey.